What's up, everybody? I want to welcome you back to Switch Talk, the perfectly pocket-sized podcast. For all of you Switch lovers out there, the system and its games have stolen our hearts and minds, so we really want to get together and talk about it, but only for 30 minutes. We cover the latest, greatest games, but we want you to fit us into your podcast schedule, so thank you so much for listening. Uh, You can catch the video version, of course, on YouTube, or go ahead and check out the audio on iTunes, but then you're not going to see our lovely mugs, so please go ahead and check us out. We really appreciate it. Um, Today's a very special day. Uh, We're going to be talking about Mario, like is it is it plus plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, which is uh, turned out to be a sleeper hit, which is great. But um, today's very special because we have our very first guest. Who is our first guest? Isn't that right, Clay? Uh, no, it's not. Who was our first guest? <laughs> uh, K from Strictly sixty four. Second, well, he doesn't Literally. count because he's a foreigner. Okay. Yeah. So, our very, very, very first guest <laughs> from the states. <laughs> He's coming to you live from Minnesota. We have John Wall of Mega Dads. I mean, I'm just super excited. Why don't you Why don't you talk a little bit? Let me hear that amazing voice, John, please. Oh, stop it now! <laughs> uh, Thanks for inviting me. Uh, so glad that you could make it. Um, yeah. I got the idea to invite you on because Mega Dads, amongst all the things that they do, they do some game reviews sometimes, and you were really excited about the game. I knew that you put in the time that you were trying to convince your brother uh, that it wasn't <laughs> uh, complete garbage. And, you know, I really respect that because not many people could stand up to Adam. You know, he's kind of like an intimidating uh, he's figure. He's a bit of a bully. Yeah, seriously. So. You know, I knew that you had the, the fortitude to handle a conversation uh, with myself and Clay. Um, David cannot be here today, and he really enjoyed the game, so at a certain point, we're going to patch him in and hear his thoughts about uh, Mario Rabbit's Kingdom Battle, so he did like a quick two-minute. So, so sorry that he couldn't make it at the last minute, but again, we have John here. Uh, just really quickly about Mega Dads, again, if you haven't listened, go ahead and check them out. They got a very interesting solution for uh pleasing fans of their podcast and it's uh only do it when it's convenient for them so they only release (laughs) their podcast monthly so they say forget the regular show up on time and even then they delay it a little bit sometimes it's really odd um but aside from doing the monthly podcast mega dad's live um they do you know go to conventions things like that. Adam does animation, so he'll do uh, comics. He's got some recognition recently for that. So definitely check out Megadad's. Uh, Megadad's awesome. At first, I thought that it was going to be all about how to be a gamer and a dad together, but really it's about how to cut out your family and strictly game with like neglecting all of your responsibilities as a father, which really spoke to me. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's more <laughs> of a strategy guide for neglecting your family. Yeah. There, there you go. So we really want to kick it off with you, Jen. So again, thank you for being here. Talk to me about this oh, game. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, so, so Mario Plus Rabbids, uh, you know, it came out of nowhere. I think when the leaks first came out, everyone was kind of skeptical, um, to say the least. Yep. Wondering what kind of what it was going to be like, and then so then they had the full unveil at E3 this past summer, um, and. I didn't get hands-on time at E3, but Adam got a little bit of time, and he kind of infamously despised the game, which, you know, if, if you follow Adam or listen to Adam much at all, that's not much of a surprise. He's, if, if we're the grumpy old men of, of gaming, he's definitely Walter Matthau. He's just a, an old crank. Uh, 
so so he was very skeptical didn't didn't like it um I, like i said i didn't get a chance to play the game at e3 but we got uh a review copy of the game and i said well i'm sure as heck not letting him <laughs> review this so i took it upon my <laughs> i took it upon myself i figured if, if we let him review it that is the last review copy we ever get from ubisoft um so i took it upon myself and i was very pleasantly surprised. I mean, I went into it more optimistic than he was, uh, but still not completely sold on it. Um, and and I was very surprised. It's they did a great job of capturing. I mean, visually and and, and musically, it feels very Nintendo. It looks like a Nintendo-made game, um, but it's made by Ubisoft, I think, Milan. Milan studio and it's it's very deep it's very outside of the box for typical Nintendo um, I mean I am not a guy who plays a lot of strategy games a lot of turn-based uh, role-playing games so it was kind of new to me but I think they did a great job of making it while simple and accessible easy to grasp there's a lot of depth to it there's a lot of complexity the farther you go into it. Um, but it's also full of good poop jokes, so it's, <laughs> it, it, it appeals to that side of me as well. I, I think that that's the, I mean, like you said, that's the story. The expectations when you see, uh, I guess you could call it a new IP, and know, a new spin, you know, you see a new crossover happening with, you know, a, fa a franchise that's so beloved, you know, as Mario. The the initial shock once that wears off, that's where the surprise comes from. Is like not only is it a good game, it ended up being a great game. I, I didn't really want to have too much to say about it, except to just be honest to say that I didn't want to give the game a chance. I I wasn't supposed to be on the show. I was gonna have David take over the third spot, and um, you know I was hating on the game early. I didn't like the idea of rabbits. Thought they was gonna be annoying. Uh, I love XCOM, but I'm like, I can wait. And I'm glad that I, you know, ended up getting into it. And uh, the the things that surprised me the most was, number one, that the rabbits were not annoying to me. I think that the humor stays fresh. I think that because the cutscenes, the story that is there is uh, driven along with, you know, short jokes and short cutscenes. And I think that the rabbits end up being most effective in those uh, spurts. And, the, you know, again, it's just pretty, pretty spot on the humor in general. Uh, the other thing that was surprising was the depth. I like, I love XCOM and I was, I can't stop comparing it to that game. And I think that it lives up to, you know, a, a challenging and in-depth top-down strategy game and um, I think that my only complaint that remains which apparently will go away later is I'm barely reaching world 2 and started to buy a lot more weapons and unlock abilities and I felt like in XCOM there was that there were two things. It was like every time you fired a weapon, it was very impactful, very poppy. You really felt like visceral in the combat just with any starter weapon. And with these, it was like this little burst of like, I, I was, I keep trying to figure out what it is. Like, what are they firing? A laser or whatever it is. So this little burst and, you know, the rabbits, you know, I really wanted them to like to pop and maybe in a Nintendo way, like in Splatoon, you're, you know, you're not killing anyone, but um, it felt very satisfying to take someone down in Splatoon, for instance, and I really didn't get that. 
uh, with the game. But apparently later, uh, as I unlock more, the weapons will get more bombastic and things will pop a lot more I've seen in some videos. So as I enter World 2, my long and short of what I want to say is that I surprisingly don't want to stop playing and all I want is more of the game. I hear there's four worlds uh, and I got through them fairly quickly being, you know, playing a lot of XCOM. So I just want more. Um, so that's really all I have to say, and you know, again, I haven't played probably as much as Clay, so I'd like to hear what you uh, what you have to say, Clay. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I haven't beat the game yet, unlike John, so I'm still playing my way through it, but I'm loving it every second. Uh, can't wait to get back into it. Um, but yeah, I think the biggest thing I keep hearing from other people, and I think it totally makes sense and I agree with, is that I think that this game feels like a Nintendo game outside of the fact that it's Mario. Uh, I think Ubisoft just did a really good job getting that polish and that charm. Uh, yeah, it's got rabbits in it, but it's still... It still feels like a Mario game. It feels like a first-party Nintendo game. And so, um, and for those of you who don't like the Rabbids, literally today I shot a giant box full of explosives and Rabbids running around on fire. There was like three of them and they were like, Wah! and I was like, hey, I mean, that was really entertaining for me. Like, so if you hate the Rabbids, you get to kill them in this game. That's pretty great, right? So, uh, well, they actually aren't dead. They show up later in a in a uncorrupted form, yeah. which I thought was a pretty well, you know, it was a pretty good way of getting around it. Because I seriously, I thought we were gonna kill them as well, and I was like, that's kind of morbid. Well, but they found a way you, around it. <laughs> you can pretend. Yeah, in your head cannon, they can be dead if you want them to. Be, so. <laughs> um, yeah. So other than that, uh, I've I've. I feel like I've gotten to the point where the difficulty is definitely ramped up. Uh, there's been a number of stages now that I've gotten stuck on. Uh, there was a boss and there was a couple escort levels that I was really struggling through. Um, but it was never to the point where I like rage quit or I hated the game. It was like, all right, I can do this. I just got to figure it out. And so, um, in fact, one night I just could not beat this level. I, I like calmly turned it off, went to bed got up the next day and I beat it like the first time when I turned it on so I think sometimes it's just looking at it differently and and so there really is a lot of tactic to it I don't play a lot of games like this so I went in with like zero you know expectations it's just like all right let's see what this is all about never played XCOM nothing like that um, I've played some real-time strategy stuff but way back in the day so um, I had yeah I really had no idea what I was getting myself into but it looked appealing, it had Mario in it, so why not? Whereas I feel like Tony, on the other hand, Antonio, went in with all these expectations and prejudgments, and uh, and so his his first night reactions were not making me very happy, but it's, it sounds like he's come around a little bit. So his first words were, it's not XCOM. I'm like, well, clearly it's not XCOM. <laughs> no one ever said it was. At least Ubisoft never said it was. All right, sorry, I'm done. That's all out of love. It gets dude. more and more XCOM for the. It gets to me. It gets more and more XCOM as time goes on, actually. But uh, and that's a good thing. Um, yeah, and you mentioned that everybody's expectations get shifted when playing the game. John, you completing the game, which you know that's a night and day difference from where we are. Clay, are you in World Two or did you get to Three yet? Not at Three yet. I'm. I think I'm getting closer okay. to the end. So of World yeah, Two. I, so. That's great. Um, I think the you know we're coming in here a little you know after release. I think the biggest thing that we could do, um, the biggest contribution we can make to society at large, is to 
asked John about if anyone's on the fence and they haven't gotten it yet and they're, you know, sleeping on it, what really changes? Does anything change later after World 2 or anything that you think we, you know, things continue to warp uh, in a positive way or even in a negative way? Like, what are your, like, lasting impressions? I do think the game does a really good job uh, throughout the entire game, beginning to end, of, of changing up enough stuff to keep it really interesting throughout. Like, as far as new... I mean, there's not a huge difference between weapons or, you know, your secondary weapons and abilities, but you, you've got the skill tree and you're continually buying new weapons. Uh, and also with the enemies, you know, I feel like every few, you know, levels, they're introducing more and more new enemies, which keep it interesting. Uh, the difficulty continues to ramp up throughout the entire game. Uh, by the time I got to the end of the last world, World 4, uh, it was pretty thoroughly kicking my butt at certain times. Um, and, and like you said, uh, it's it's pretty fair. You know, it, it, it never felt cheap for the most part when you would, you know, when I would lose. Uh, because it just came down to studying the battlefield, studying your enemy and their movements and, and, and what you could do. Uh, there were a few moments late in the game, just a couple of times, that I did get frustrated with the game, where they pulled, uh, they they did this thing where towards the end, you would get to both the mini boss and the last boss of World Four, and you would do two. I think it was two battles before. So you'd get to whatever four four. You would do one battle, defeat everybody, do another battle, finish that. And at this point in the game, I want to say you know a battle can be twenty. 25 minutes, you know, each fight as they get more complex. And after those two, then you get to the mini boss or the the final boss of the game. And if you get defeated by one of those bosses, you have to go all the way back and do those two battles leading up to it again. Jeez. So so I would spend 40 minutes getting through these battles, which weren't incredibly difficult, but it was just kind of time consuming. Get to the boss He'd whoop my butt, then I would have to spend 40 minutes working my way back to the boss, uh, which I thought was kind of cheap, yeah. artificially, artificially difficult. Uh, I didn't, I didn't feel that was necessary. It would have been fine just to, you know, restart you from the boss battle. So, but other than those two instances where that frustrated me, um, I, you know, the game gets quite difficult, but I never felt like it was being. Uh, cheap. I just I just had to learn and and, and grow with the game uh, to get better at it. Um, yeah, I and and like I said, the game got considerably longer. Each battle gets longer and longer the farther you go. I want to say I clocked in 30 to 35 hours total by the time I finished the main story. Uh, whereas when I first started, I thought it was going to be somewhere like a 12-15 hour game, the way I was kind of you fairly rapidly going through each battle. Um, but it's, it's quite a lengthy campaign, and I'm just kind of now starting to get into going back to the worlds I've defeated. Because you know, you're gaining these abilities as you go uh, that you can use in the, the little world in between battles. You know, there'll be the... they'll come across things you can't quite do yet, push this brick or dig here. 
and now that I've finished the game, I'm kind of going back through with all those abilities to see what I missed, what I can unlock now, um, secret levels, things like that. That's excellent. I mean, uh, and just before I forget, because I been wanting to ask and I haven't done any research on this is there any type of new game plus or is it strictly going back to get all the perfect executions and the challenges is there any uh, like actual like continuation beyond that no not really it's pretty much just going back and, and you know you can skip to whatever section uh, you know of the world you want to jump right to but it's, yeah, it's pretty much just going back and you know trying to get that perfect uh, rating or just looking for hidden crates you might have missed and and all that. That's great. I mean, Clay, does that sound like a good time to you? Are you looking forward to everything that's in front of you then, you know, hearing what John had to say? Yeah, I mean, I've, for the most part, I've just been playing it pretty linear. I've just gone through the first world, then I go to the next one. Uh, just today, just to experience it, I went back to world one and was uh, tried a couple challenges just to see what kind of variation those give you. And so uh, doing that and, you know, finding all those unlockables that I missed that I couldn't access the first time was, was pretty enjoyable. So I already feel like this game has a ton to offer. I think it's got a lot to it. And those things that you go back for, I think, just add even more to it. So um, I'm really excited to go back and do all that stuff. Uh, I don't know if I'll wait and beat the whole thing and then go back or not. But, um, yeah, it's cool. It's, it's, I think if I could just get really... Uh, stuck on something, then I can go back and do some challenges and get away from it for a little bit. I think that's probably a, a good idea. Um, but, Antonio, if you're wanting your hard mode, you just start a new game and uh, don't use your skill tree and see if you can beat the game that way. <laughs> there you go. I didn't know how to use the skill tree <laughs> at first because I couldn't like understand the like the orb unlocks, like what things cost. So I just kind of like, all right, I'll, I'll touch this later. And then when I started to die, the first time I died, I was like, unacceptable. Because in XCOM, you really don't want to do that. So just something inside me said, okay, forget it. I'm going to upgrade things. I don't want to be dying. So I you know, ended up having an easier time. And you were telling me, like, spend the money because I, I hoard my cash in any game ever um even my items so um it definitely changed things if you're playing it you know take advantage um of you know the unlockables that would be like a piece a uh, key piece of advice for me and yeah i enjoyed my time with the game very much i'd like to hear what david had to say and he couldn't be here he has about two minutes so we're gonna go ahead and hear from him uh right now hey it's david sorry i could not be on switch talk this week but I just want to take like a couple minutes real quick to give my thoughts of this game right here. Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. I'm very impressed with the game. It really reminds me of XCOM, but not quite to that difficulty level. But if you completely hate that turn-based style of gameplay, it's probably not the game for you. First thing I just want to talk about is the music. The music is some of the best video game music I've heard in a long time. I absolutely love it, and this is the type of soundtrack you would want to own on CD. It's that good. One other thing of note about this game is I found myself actually really enjoying this in portable mode, which is kind of odd because I'm like 99% switch on the dot kind of guy, but I found myself for this game in particular because of the sort of laid-back uh, turn-based style of gameplay, it was kind of like... Um, just the type of game you would want to play in bed or on the go or something like that because you can just pick it up take a few turns and then even just put it to sleep and keep going 
And uh, that brings me to probably my only real detraction from the game, is I did find it to be kind of hard to play for hours on end. Like, I really enjoyed it while I was playing it, but I found myself not wanting to do battle after battle over and over again for like two hours or something. Which I think is fine for uh, people like me who don't usually have like five hours of their day just to play games. I think that's perfectly fine for me. But be aware that, you know, if you're someone who likes to game for eight hours straight, maybe you won't want to do that with this game. That being said, I'm going to give the game a big thumbs up. It's probably my second favorite exclusive on the Switch right now, only to Zelda. So, yeah, it's good stuff. Pick it up. Now, David basically was in love with the soundtrack, and I know you guys mentioned that a little bit, mm -hmm. too. Uh, that's like a big highlight for him. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I think as I go to other worlds and, um, you know, experience more of the soundtrack that I'll fall in love as well. I mean, it's really well done, uh, just from what I've heard already. If you could pick, like, any other, like, key highlight, uh, Clay, anything else stick out to you that really made this the, the, the hit that it is, you know, the, the game that you really want to play? Yeah. Um, I think a really cool thing about this game and something I'm enjoying is the characters and the, uh, the variation of the characters. Um, I think just you have to pick three at a time and that's all you can have. And so, uh, I'm kind of dreading unlocking more characters cause I'm already pretty, you know, content with my lineup. And so to have to set some other people out, um, will be kind of a bummer but it, it's just cool like luigi's a sniper and i think that's like really cool and uh you know each one kind of has their own special uh, you know abilities and their weapons kind of fire in different ways i don't know i just i just think that's really unique and uh gives yeah there's no like permadeath like characters in this but um i still think they did a really good job uh, making each character feel like it contributes in a different way and uh allows each one of us to play in a completely different way as well depending on who you use and how you you work up that um that skill tree to make it more unique and stuff so i think that's a very a very strong point for it john the expert any other highlights <laughs> that really stick out to you um that things has that... never been said before john the expert <laughs> Things that uh, things that really blew you away. The most surprising thing. Any other highlights that you can think of? Let's sing this game's praises because it really kind of deserves it, actually. Yeah, I mean, other than like you, I loved the music uh, in the game. Um, I would say the thing that that I was most pleasantly surprised by is just the combination, that perfect balance that they found with, you know, it's not overly complicated. It's easy to grasp, especially for somebody like me who doesn't play. I, you know, I've never played an XCOM game. I don't play these type of titles. Um, so it's easy enough for me to grasp what I'm supposed to do, but there's enough comp complexity that it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like a baby version of those type of games. You know, there's enough difficulty and enough to figure out that it's it's right there, smack dab in the middle. Um, and and I, I like that it was. At least in the early portions of the game, it gets really tough towards the end, but in the early portions, it is simple enough that I can play like with my nine-year-old daughter. She, she loves playing the game, and I don't think we, we mentioned yet that there's like a co-op uh, portion of this game, too, where you can play kind of separate challenges cooperatively with someone. So I can play along with her 
and she is able to grasp the mechanics and, and the strategy of the game. So I think it, I, I gotta commend them for just, you know, getting it just perfect uh, as far as difficulty goes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that my biggest surprise, my biggest takeaway was, you know, it being the Mario Rabbids again, I thought it was going to be kind of kiddie and not challenging at all. And I do like, you know, my challenge in there. The enemy variety types, um, having the rabbit placeholder and the story with, you know, the two universes um, melding really lends to a lot of variety. And then they would mix in the beginning they show you know different rabbit characters mixing with just random like objects and it makes them visually interesting as well as their behaviors you know typical archetypes probably you know for, have been done in other games but you know it was just interesting to like see a new oddly shaped funny character you know figure out what they're being melded with and again it, it's changing every level so i thought it was really interesting in combination with the settings in world one even only you kind of have the time of day change from morning to like getting to dusk and you know the colors are really beautiful just changing the palette around uh, one of the most frustrating things kind of moving into some a little bit of criticisms if you can you know try to do that as well as i wanted to see more of what was around me and at certain times when you're in navigating the overworld getting to the next uh, battle doing you know simple things you have the camera locked and sometimes it would let you rotate and i got a little confused and number one complaint is that i couldn't look absolutely everywhere um I had a little some hiccups with the rendering and some pop-ins and things like that and I'm not sure you know if that had to do with because I was game capturing or what but I saw like little artifacts pop up and things the draw distance rendering like kind of weird sometimes so I wanted to see more of what was going on you see like little funny quirky things going on all around you and some things are larger than life and you know you can go up to certain corners and press the action button and see you know like rabbits bouncing around on a you know dirty piece the soap and like they're making jokes about it i wanted to see more of that and uh again i was really interested to look at the world and felt kind of like boxed in and limited um with that top-down perspective with what was going on around me clay did you could you muster up any like negativity about the game any like wishy-washiness yeah, one thing and it's pretty minor but it was something i thought of and i thought was interesting to talk about is the storyline of this game um i don't think i don't dislike the story but it's very difficult to explain to somebody who didn't watch the opening cutscene. in fact i've done that twice so far with my wife and uh, my roommate they're like so why is mario with the rabbits and you're like well there's this girl and she has a robot and then she made these glasses and then the rabbit showed up in a time machine and, and then took him. And it's just like, it, it's so hard to explain. What's not yeah. to get? It's like, well, who's this girl you're talking about? Like, I don't know who she is. And maybe they explain that at the end. I don't know. But it's just like, it's such a, it's kind of bizarre. And it's just a little bit difficult to bring everyone up to speed. But I understand it's, it's a crossover. It's going to be a little ridiculous. But um, I'm not saying they did it bad. It's just, uh, it's just a little bit difficult to explain but like i said it's a really minor thing so yeah it's interesting because um i you know in certain mario games it's a paper thin story save the princess you're not getting any dialogue in one of like the greatest games ever made to me you know super mario world going back it's just the gameplay and locales and different enemies and you know the challenges of getting through 
and you know I think that's what this type of game was for me I didn't really I don't think twice about it I just kind of enjoyed the next joke enjoyed the next funny mini boss or what was going on and uh, you didn't think about it too much so yeah that's interesting because if you really kind of break it down it's like what is going on but you kind of just have to roll with it and there's enough there to distract you where I think that would be okay with the majority of the people uh, how about you John anything that you you know after spending the most time with it what sucks about this game anything well, other than, you know, not a whole lot. Other than, you know, I said I had a few issues with the difficulty in the late game, uh, being a little bit cheap, making you repeat uh, some battles again. Other than that, it's very minor. Uh, I maybe wish that there was a little bit more exploration in between the battles. I mean, they, they do give you a little bit to walk around, and there's puzzles and things, but they don't feel very hidden i mean they're kind of you just kind of stumble right across across them so i mean i guess if i was to change anything maybe a little bit of a bigger overworld with some more exploration in between the battle arenas but hmm. other than that yeah it's interesting you say that yeah, there's some other mechanics and little metagames and things to do in between battles and XCOM, resource management, etc. A lot more like skill tree type stuff, except done at the home base. Um, so, you know, maybe you could customize Peach's Castle or the equivalent in the next game, yeah. things like that. Um, we got to wrap up here, but, you know, I just want to thank John again for, you know, joining us. We try to keep it short and sweet, and uh, you're short and sweet as a person, so that's uh, that works out really well. That's adorable. Um, Stop this, it. <laughs> you know, it's weird. Th this game has nothing but potential, and, I mean, there's DLC coming, which is great. They say it's going to yeah. be unexpected. And um, just if they added anything like weapons other enemies other playable characters different worlds any one of those things makes me you know incredibly thirsty to play more and uh you know that's great it's a win it has to be a win because again someone like me who didn't want to play it at all now i just want to go and play more um and you know are you would you be excited to play more dlc john oh absolutely yeah i'm okay. i'm in this uh well, I mean, we'll have to see exactly what the pricing is and what it all involves. Um, but if it's if it's reasonable and it's you know more worlds or more characters, uh, I'm definitely down for more of it. That's excellent. Well, we want to thank you again for watching Switch Talk, everybody. Stay tuned. We are going to be doing a giveaway of Mario Odyssey, a uh, full game. So um, we're definitely look out for that for details about how to enter to win. Thank you very much for watching.